Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's give God some praise for the worship that We are on the 27th sermon. We are trying to wrap it up. <laughs> but that will not be today. Amen. Finding ourselves in Christ. We are trying to work our way through Ephesians chapter 1. But Ephesians are, is so deep that I, I don't want to skip over anything and cheat us from the truth. Amen. We are going to begin reading in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 12 and 14. We're reading out of the Amplified, and it reads as such in our hearing. So that we who first hope in Christ, he's talking about the disciples who first put their confidence in him, have been destined and appointed to live for the praise of his glory. Let me just exegete that real quick. What he's saying is, is that, that all of us that are saved, your purpose, your main purpose to live your life to the praise of God's glory in Christ Jesus. That, that in Everything. It's really all about him. And as you give of yourself, you find God pouring in. Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> what you realize is that you lose nothing in giving more to him. In fact, you gain more than what you give. Let's, let's, let's go on. Uh, I can stop right there. But listen, in him, it's about Christ. You also who have heard the word of truth, the good tidings, the gospel of your salvation. Your salvation is in the truth of Jesus. He lived perfectly. He died as a sacrifice and atonement for our sins. And being who he said he was, he got up with all power in his hands. That's our salvation. And the salvation in the Greek don't just mean that you're saved, but it means you're continually being delivered and becoming who you are in him. It's a process. It didn't start when you accepted him. It just started. And, and there ought to be a continuation of what he started continually happening in our lives. Let me just break it down. You ought to love him more today than you did yesterday. Because of your experience with him, if you are walking close to him, you know him more. You know him better. There, there's a transformation, a metamorphosis that is happening in your life continually. Even if you were 100, you ought to be better at 105. 
have Jesus in control of your life. Watch this. And, and, and have believed in, watch this, and adhered to and relied. Lean into him. Depend on him. Seeking him. Your number one seeking should be Jesus. What you chase more than anything else ought to be Jesus. When you make him the, the seeking of your life, you discover who he has created you to be. It doesn't become less of a life, it becomes more full of a life because your life is in him. Then he begins to live his life through you. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. You were stamped <laughs> with a seal. You know what this is saying? He said, if you're really saved, you can't be unsaved. Once God did it, he did it for keeps. Well, I said, you can't even keep yourself. It's impossible for you to live a Christian life in your own power. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit for us to be who we're supposed to be. So I said, so, so if you really accepted him, your sin's been saved past, present, and future. God says in Ephesians chapter 2, he says, it's by grace, not by work, lest any man should boss. So that means you can't pat yourself on your own back. And when you recognize it's all Jesus, it's all him, it makes you thankful. It makes you grateful. Yeah. We ought to be some of the most thankful, yeah. grateful, yeah. merciful people yeah. on the face of the earth. Whenever you are judgmental, you don't know how good God's grace is to you. Yeah. Let's go on. He says, with the long promise, the down payment of the Holy Spirit. Verse 14. The Holy Spirit is the guarantee. It's, it's the down payment of what else God has for you. <laughs> That's why when you live close to him, he keeps showing you more and you have no doubts. You no longer talk, I hope I make it. You now talk, I know I'm going to make it. Not based on me, but based on him. But when we are slipping and sliding and not living the type of life with the help of the Holy Spirit, it brings forth doubt because there's no evidence. Just play that back. No, don't, don't do that. That's it. The first fruit, the pledge, and what he's saying is God has already given you a taste of evidence of his love for you, of his promise to you. Based on Jesus, and now you got the Holy Spirit to help you, what more do we need? 
in anticipation. There ought to be excitement. There ought to be an expectation on the table. Regardless what may be happening, regardless what you may be going through, there ought to be an expectation on the table. An anticipation of the full redemption of our requiring complete possession. And that's really in heaven. But, but you ought to be getting a little bit more every day that we live. To the praise of his glory. Let's give God some praise. My thoughts is we are in process of becoming who we already are in Christ. We already are, but yet we're becoming it. <laughs> we already have it, but we're learning to walk in it. He already done it, but we're learning to trust him for it. It's, it's, it's a process of, 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 of we don't see all that there is to see yet. We're not experiencing all there is to experience. That there ought to be a hunger and a thirst knowing there's more to this thing than what I have right now. And then, and then there's an antidote, and, and Minister Otis helped me with this. He called me this morning, I downloaded the, my notes. He said, and he says, there is a sacrifice in becoming. There is a dying in becoming. There is a letting go in becoming. Father, even now, move Tracy out the way and make your word clear. Father, do what only you can do. And allow your people not to hear me, not to see me, but to see you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. If we don't understand how God works, we will get disappointed. We will get angry. And, and don't act like you haven't already. <laughs> because, 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 because the things that we put on God is not what God has promised. Many of us, if not all of us, at some point in our life, has, has, have, have, have wanted God to meet our expectations. Wanted God to do it our way. We are a society, especially in America, it, it's, it's all about us. We're, we're, like, we're like Frank Sinatra, I did it my way. Not God's way. The, the riots and the, about, about abortion and all of that, before you get to abortion, you got to ask another question. Who gives life? He says, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And he's talking about the baby in the mother's womb. So my question is, who gives the spirit to the baby so it's not just a feeder, it's a spirit? And the coming together of 
a man and a woman has nothing that can take, create a spirit. If you don't have a spirit, then, then you're not human. So the spirit is spiritual. Two people can create spirit. So therefore, regardless how conception took place, it's still from God. So the battle is not who's right. The battle is, is God's right. But because we are so, my rights, my will, my way, we, 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 we get caught up in battles that is not our battle. Why? Because we don't start with the first source, and the first source is God. But in many ways, we are like Prince. We want to party like it's 1990. <laughs> I knew there were some people as old as I am that <laughs> I could finish that. But that's what's happening. Well, you know, uh, uh, we got Instagram and, and, and all that, and we show a snapshot of our lives, and it looks like we movie stars, like we got it going on. Our hair is perfect. We even now, you can put something on your, on your, on your window light to fix the picture. You know I haven't fixed the picture. I'm going to be standing up here with this mountain on my eye. But I'm up here. But with what we don't see is when life has fallen apart and we're crying. Yeah. <laughs> what we don't show is the depression. If we don't trust God and don't trust the heart of God when, when life don't make sense, <laughs> when we don't understand that God is the God not just of our joy, but even of our sorrow. And we don't understand that God has to pull away the me that I have created, the you that you have created, the us that we have created, because just because we created an image for ourselves don't mean it's God's image of us. We are in competition with who we want to be, who we think we are, and who God has created us to be. And let me, let me just be honest with you. It takes some doing for us to allow God, matter of fact, matter of fact, God almost have to force us to allow him to be God in our life. God is awesome. God, God don't start with, he starts with speaking into us who we are. And then, then he says, but I'm taking you there. First Peter 2 and 19, he says, this is our earthly possession. He, Peter writes, but you are, you are a chosen race. Not, 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 not cohesive, but because you got my DNA, you a new race. You're a new crop of people. You're a new creation. You're my children. You're my offspring. He said, you're not becoming. He says, you are. 
You see that? He said, you are, watch this, not just a royal, not just a priesthood, not just a high priest, but he said, you're royalty. And, and you are a priesthood. Now, what he's saying is, you understand the importance of the priest. The priest will go to God in behalf of the people and have power with God to ask God to forgive them of their sins and to represent, to be the representative between people and a holy God. And a high priest could go into the holies of holies. You know what God is saying to us? You have power. You have authority. Listen, your, your, your most powerful position is when you pray. You can move mountains when you pray. You can change situations when you pray. But because we don't see it right away or see it when we want to see it, we don't pray. Listen, as a Christian, you are no more powerful than you are in your prayer life. And many of us, we don't pray because we don't know we have the power, the position, and authority to come boldly. Listen, listen. The high priest had to be covered by blood before he came in. Did you know you're covered by the blood of Jesus? Did you know you're covered? If you have accepted Jesus, every bit of you is covered. That gives you the right to run to your heavenly Father and say, Father! We are constantly should be becoming and stepping into our power and authority. He says, listen, he said, you are my purchased possession. I paid a price for you, and I did not pray silver and gold, but I paid for you my blood. Listen, even some of us are scared of the devil. Why are you scared of the devil when you got God's name all on you? When the devil sees you, he sees owner God, don't touch. But hold on, he's going to bark. And if you're scared of his bark, he already got you. Did you know Satan can't do nothing unless God allows him to? And if God allows him to do it, God will give us the grace to withstand it. Whether you know it or not, you're already victorious. You're already a conqueror. You're already standing in a position of power and authority through all we go through. Then why do we go through so much so God can bring you out and say, look at me now. I told somebody, I said, I did not learn these principles on top of the mountain. I learned them in the valley low. My relationship with God is built on going through hell and back. And sometimes I don't even know if I'm back. But it doesn't matter because if I'm still in hell, he's with me. He got me. He's covering me. He's supplying for me. He's my strength and my peace and my joy in the midst of whatever we go through. 
to change the way we view what God is. God is, 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 is shaping us and molding us into who he has called us to be. Watch this. Watch this. He, said, he said, I have given you all this on the earth. I have made you this so that you may be to, to the praise of his glory that people will see that there's been a transition in your life. The devil don't have you no more. I got you. And when people, and when you see what I do, If you haven't been through nothing, you can't praise him for anything. Some of us need an update in our resume. And what I'm saying is some of us need some more, a good dose of trouble. So that God can deliver you through that trouble and maybe it will loosen up your lips. There's nothing like, there's nothing like, like you didn't think you were going to make it, but God stepped in in the last minute and he brought you out. All of a sudden, you start giving him automatic praise. You know, you know, I can't help it praise. That, 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 that I'm provoked to praise him because I didn't think I was going to make it, but God swooped in and picked me up and picked me up. Now I can't stop praising him. Now you'll be at work and say, excuse me, I got to take a praise break because I started thinking about how far he brought me and I got him, I got him, I got him. Folks who haven't been through much don't have much to say. So I'm talking to some folks who've been to hell and back three or four times. But you're still here. Been sick, but you're still here. Been through hell, but you're still. The pressure is to make us surrender. Young man who. Bad boy when it comes to construction of houses and all that. Call him my nephew. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm working on a house on Ridge, and I want you to come by and watch the process. Walked in this house, and he has stripped the drywall off the house. He has stripped the floor off the ground. Literally what I saw was the framing of the house from the inside. Dirty. Dusty. Matter of fact, let me just say, jacked up. <laughs> All the cosmetics of the house that makes a house a house was literally stripped bare and gone and non-existent. I would go by every week, sometimes twice a week, and I watched the process of him tearing down the old. Uh, somebody got it. To build up the new. I, I, I felt 
like I should have worn a respirator. And if any of you have remodeled any part of your house, the, 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 the truth of the matter is, in process, you get disgusted. Because of the dirt, because of the debris, because of the ugliness and the unattractiveness of the process of tearing out in order to become new. Let me tell you something. I was standing in the middle of the house and I was a, he was in mid-transformation and God said, Tracy, what you're watching in the house is what I want to do with my children. I'm trying to rip down their attitudes, to rip down their false idols of themselves. I'm trying to tear down what they have set up and said is them. I'm trying to make them die to self. I'm trying to let them know in order to become what I want you to become, there's a sacrifice. What are you holding on to that God wants you to let go of? What is hindering your prayer? Because every time you go in prayer to ask, God keeps bringing you back to that subject that you don't want to entertain. What is it that, that you feel like you got the right to that God says you don't have the right to? What is it that have not is of the old you that in order for God to build the new you, it got to come out? There is, in order for us to become what God, hold on. You know, I had difficulty with that house. I did not know what my nephew had in mind. <laughs> oh, y'all didn't hear that. See, I saw him wrecking things up. I saw him with a crowbar and a hammer. I saw him tearing things out that I thought was perfectly fine, and he was tearing it out. I saw him creating crash, trash and chaos where I thought there was beauty. I saw him tear down what I thought was good standing up and I was saying what in the world are you doing? Can, can, can I help you? When God start wrecking us when God start using his hammer and his crowbar when God start tearing stuff up that we're trying to hold on to we're going to say what? In the world, <laughs> are you doing? This don't feel good. This hurts. That's why Romans said there, there has to be a Romans 12. One, he said that there has to be, and an, 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 listen, our part of it, a will 
doing this to lay on his altar whatever it is that he asked for. So God has shown you his mercy. So I'm asking you to offer. Listen, you offer up. Listen, this is not this is not pre-salvation. This is after salvation. Now that you are a Christian, it doesn't stop there that you have accepted him. He may be your savior, but is he your Lord? Lord is when you say yes, when you don't want to. Yes is when the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit said that was wrong, say you sorry. It is the prompting of the Holy Spirit that's correcting our mouths. That's correcting our attitude. It will correct what you watch on TV. It, it will correct your conversations. You know, but, but hold on, hold on, hold on. I have my rights. And God said, okay, you don't want to be blessed no more? You know what I realized? That, that the more you taste and see that the Lord is good, the more you want. Yeah. Oh, y'all, 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 listen, listen. That's, that's what he says. He said that in Psalms 30, 34. He says, taste and see that the Lord is good. What he's talking about, experience him. Each level of experiencing God gets better. <laughs> I know this is not right. Get gooder and gooder. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to describe it. You know. You know. Well, you know. You know. You go from crying in the process of he of him tearing stuff out to start praising him. I know that somebody know what I'm talking about. Pray, complain. I don't know what you're doing. I don't like it. And why are you doing it? Why? Yeah, 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 yeah. And all of a sudden, God, God, God give you a little dose of, of his goodness. He said, I'm trying to take what's out of your hand and give you more of me. And you guys said, whoa. I never had such peace. I never had such joy. God can give you joy when everything's going wrong. <laughs> I mean shouting joy. I mean jumping joy. I mean running joy. And somebody said, why are you shouting right? I don't know. It just feels good. Have your situation changed? No. Have your money showed up? No. Have the doctor given you a good report? No, the report is even worse. But God, but God has stepped in where I'm at and let me know he got me. Stop where you at. There's more. You don't become satisfied with his crumbs. 
more. By fact, God tells the Israelites, he, when he tells Pharaoh to, 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 to let them go from Egypt, you know what he said? He said, I want to date my people again. Is it a 435 years? And, and now they're, they're finally calling on me again? No, I said, I want them to leave the plushness of Egypt and come out to the desert. Oh, oh, wait, wait a minute, God. You, you called us. <laughs> But the Nile River has this, this ground fertile. And you want us to go out to the desert in order to get to know you? Oh, oh y'all yeah, think it's just in the Old Testament. Here Jesus says, he says, he says, he says, Pick up your cross and follow me. And thousands of people, the cross was the most cruel instrument of, of death, and he's saying, come die with me. <laughs> what is it that we are missing? in our thinking? What is it that we're not understanding that, that, they, that they, thousands and thousands followed him, even if it meant their death? What is it that they saw and heard in him that we many times got too much stuff to get? You know what they saw? That he was life. That he was life, that with everything they had, they didn't really have life, and that he was the very thing that they were missing in their life. It is, it is Jesus talking in John 15, and he says, I am the vine and you are the branches. And he said, unless my life flow is flowing through you, you can't do nothing. He said, he said, abide in me and I abide in you and, 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 and you will be fruitful. You know, and, and what, what fruitfulness is it? Jesus would be walking and people were just, he was just blessing people. He was so full of goodness. He was so full of love that, that people got blessed by him walking by him. He, 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 he noticed people, he loved people, and even, even with the woman with the issue of blood, I heard the base about that, and he said, well, he knew, he, he, he didn't know. You know why? He was under, he was under direction of God the Father. He was doing what God the Father told him to do. He, he wasn't working on knowledge because he was a servant, but, but I think that text is there with the woman issue of blood, the show how when people reached out, how much of overflow he was. My question is, are you walking in overflow? My question is, can your agenda be, can, can, can it be disturbed by a phone call, by 
by God prompting you, by God stopping you? Can, is, is you so busy? So important? That other people's life don't matter? Come on, learn it. Unless we're walking in love, we're not walking with Jesus. Know what God would do? God would check your attitude before it gets out of your mouth. Before you say it. That, that, wasn't, that was not loving. Tracy. See, we do good and talk about them afterwards. And God said, that don't count. Christianity is, li- is letting Jesus live through us, walk through us, be intimate with us as we live life around people. How can I say this? God will give you the strength to be loving to the most unlovable people. Who so and you know it's not you. Because if, 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 I'm studying on purpose. If it was you. There's a dependency on him that the desert made them depend on him. Construction that God wants to do on the inside. Listen, 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 listen. I watched him rebuild this house from the inside out. And when he got finished, I walked through that house and it was unrecognizable. From when I first walked in. I said, nephew, you a bad boy. The walls look perfect. And he said, he said, he said, oh, that's an illusion. I said, what you mean illusion? He said, because if you put a straight line across it, it's not completely straight. He said, but you sand it and you paint it to the degree it looks perfectly straight. Tore out the floors and put wood floors all the way through. Put a little thing in the hallway where you place your keys there that you know where they're at. I walked in the house and said, I want this house. (laughs) I said, nephew, how much will this house go for? Matter of fact, I asked him, how much did it go for? It went for over $270,000. A house that when he wrecked it will not pay the hundred dollars for. If that is what God, if that's what it took for this house to go through 
what it went through to become what it became. Can't God? <laughs> Can't God? Won't you let God step in and begin to wreck some things, turn over some things, tear out some things? I mean, so that he can show you off? I mean, this house became a show house. In Present Ridge or Ridge Road, the big houses, and from top to bottom, he laid it out. You know what God want to do with you? He wants to lay you out. He wants to show you off. He wants you to be his workmanship, his, 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 his piece of art, that, that people will see him in you and want what you got, and what you got is not you, it's Christ in you. This thing is bigger than what we have made it to be. We have so limited God. We have made him religion and not relationship. I'm a good Christian. No, I don't want to see that. I want to see Christ in you. God wants to so work in my life and your life that you don't recognize yourself. Have you found yourself doing something and you saying to yourself, this ain't me? I wouldn't go through this a couple years ago. I wasn't, Lord, what have you done in me? And Lord, I know it's not me because I wouldn't have done it like this. But Lord, I'm thankful. But Lord, I'm thankful. When we talk about to the praise of his glory, it's when God has worked so much, watch this, to you, in you, that it start coming through you. Uh, somebody didn't hear that. Because we try to fake it. <laughs> and try to make ourselves, uh, well, this one crack. No, hold on, hold on. Uh-uh. It's in you, to you, that it can't help but flow through you. I didn't get where I wanted to get to. It's about him. When did we make it about us? When did we become the subject of the, of the paragraph, the subject of the center, the subject of the book? And when I realized the more we learn that it's about him, he begins to trust you when he makes it about you. 
It's a trust thing. If he can't trust us to die to him, how can he trust us to live for him with his power? Because the truth of the matter is, you can't do this. I can't do this. It's impossible to be a Christian in your own strength. But the more we die, the more we see. The more we die, the more we experience his love. The more we die, David says this, your loving kindness is better than life. How can David say that? Because in spite of him, he chased God. <laughs> That's why God said, he's chasing my heart. He's chasing my heart. So David writes in the Psalms his experience, and he said, Lord, in chasing you, though I forget sometimes, I, I, I have experiencing that your love towards me, my experience of loving you, that your loving kindness is better than life itself. That's what he wants for us. That's what he has for us. That's where he's taking us. I don't know where you are today. But if you're in the house and, and you got a blockage, you need someone to agree with you because there's power in agreement. He will pray with you. And ask God to release that blockage because sometimes we get stuck. <laughs> we just get stuck. And sometimes, you know, we, we're going to come in here and we're going to put on the face that we always put on. But sometimes I need someone just to be for real with. Those at home, the 513-451-31 number, you call that, someone will call you back. A minister will call you back. You say, Lord Jesus, I need you. I'm tired of the fake stuff. <laughs> I'm tired of trying to make life invisible. Lord, I believe you died for me. I believe you rose for me. I believe that you are the creator of life and I give you my life. The Bible says if you confess Jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart, he'll come in and he'll begin to walk with you and talk with you and talk. And you get in the church and you get in his word and you would taste and see that the Lord is good. Lord, even now. Oh, you good. Not sometimes, but forgive us for taking our eyes off of you, for taking our attention off of you and trying to make something else our God. Lord, it's you.
that created us. It's you that made us. It's you that is molding us. It's you that is shaping us. And you're doing it so that you can show us off that the world may see that you are God. Father, help us see you in a new light. Help us to recognize your intent for us is good and not bad. Help us see, oh, you love us. You love us beyond understanding and comprehension. Oh! Help us to see 